The views and opinions expressed by the hosts and guests do not necessarily state or reflect those of the company and its management. Furthermore, the assumptions, views, opinions and insinuations made by the host and guests do not reflect those of the show, the management and the network. In addition, all copyrighted material is used without permission and will be removed with notification from the rightful owners or their agent. So there. You found the taxi stand hour. <laughs> On Radio TFI. Join the conversation. You can reach the guys at 754-800-CHAT, 754-800-2428, on Twitter, at Taxi Standard. From a pay phone, call collect. What in the wide, wide world of sports is going on here? And good morning, everybody. Welcome aboard. You are listening to the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TFI and on the Radio TFI streaming network for this Sunday, January 15th of 2003. From the com studio in St. Paul, Minnesota, I'm John Shannon. And over there to my immediate, my immediate right, your left on the screen, uh, from Queens, New York in the Radio TFI Executive Tower. It is the one and only Ed Van Ness. Good morning, sir. Good morning, kids and kittens. We trust you've had a fine and fantastic week. It's wild card weekend here at Radio TFI. We'll be talking about all that in the second hour and just killing time. Stay tuned. There's a lot, lot, lot to talk about. We uh we have new wrinkles to the one hit wonder challenge this week. That's this is looking exciting and overall we're uh, we, we're just feeling good about ourselves. Good news from Buffalo uh Damara Hamlin up and around visiting the the Bills uh, uh training facility. We say let's go Buffalo for that, but a kickoff it's oh no Buffalo. And uh, sadly, uh, we lost Lisa Marie Presley this week. I'm sure we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit. And uh, other than that, uh, oh, we had snow here in New York yesterday. We've been dying for snow. It's uh, it hasn't been winter at all. But I guess we'll we'll live to regret that the first time we get dumped on with a foot. Anyway, John, how the hell are you doing? If you want uh, any of this snow, uh, we've got <laughs> back here. Uh, you're you're welcome to it. I'll I'll. Pay to have it shipped to you. <laughs> What's they say? Be careful what you wish for. Exactly. It's funny because uh, uh, the TV weather people are like, "Oh, geez," they're promoting the fact that we haven't had snow yet. I mean, we've literally had nothing. We should have have had about seven, eight inches so far. And uh, I mean, I like so it. I like it when it snows about three, four inches. It's nice. It's but I don't want to get dumped on. Oh no, I don't like digging out cars. Uh uh-uh. uh you didn't. You had a brown Christmas. I didn't, guess I didn't even think to ask. We always do here in New York. When when growing up here, when I lived here the first what twenty four, twenty five years of my life, I can remember three times that there was a white Christmas. One of them it snowed on Christmas Day. Usually, if it does anything, it rains. But you know, mm. but I know how much that that makes me sad. 
And I know if you were sad, John, there's only one thing and one thing alone that would make you happy. And it's all about us making you happy today. It's the Radio TFI Market Watch, brought to you by Happy Snowmen. Where we closed the week at $29.44, up $3.04. Wood closed the week at $14.49, up $2.55. Tesla closed the week at $122.40, up $9.34. This has been the Radio TFI Market Watch. I'm stumped. Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Here he is. You love him. You can't live without him. From (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, Bill Fancher. Give it up. Give it up. Good morning, people. Hey, when the before we uh, before we get into too much or too deep here, there's actually a couple little items industry uh, wise that I wanted to throw out there at you. Oh, goody. I got one I want to talk about, too. I was, uh, I had glanced at an article where supposedly the taxi industry in New York City is making a serious comeback, and it is actually uh, where drivers are actually doing better than Uber and Lyft drivers in that city. From what I can see, uh, yes, they seem to be, uh, I don't want to say thriving, but certainly the industry is getting healthier. By all means, it's not back. There is still a ton of yellow cabs sitting around. Uh, and that's not counting the fact that there are medallions out there without vehicles attached to them. People just, you know, took them up because it's what's the point of having a vehicle there? If You know, you got to pay for maintenance and blah, blah, blah. But yes, it's making slight inroads. Uh, it's a big thing going on, Uber and Lyft. Drivers, the TLC, the Taxi Limousine Commission, passed something so the cab drivers are getting a little bit more money. And now, of course, the Uber and Lyft drivers, we got to get ours, too. Talk to Uber and Lyft. Exactly. They're just going to take Uh, whatever raise the city gives you. They're just going to take it anyway. So, uh, Here in the Twin Cities, Minneapolis specifically, um, Uber and Lyft drivers are have the ear of the Minneapolis uh, City Council wanting better working conditions, more money, blah, blah, blah. One, uh, one uh, driver with a flair for dramatics uh, wore, a tea, or wore a shirt to the meeting. Basically, he was in the, the same shirt he was attacked in uh, while he was uh, on the streets. Um, oh, Wait a minute, attacked as in it, when he was driving or... He was attacked while he was driving. Oh, boo-hoo, because that's never happened to a cab driver. No. Exactly. Um, and I, of course, I couldn't help but get into uh, uh, get into the fray a little bit there, um, basically sending uh, Jacob Fry and the Minneapolis City Council a tweet. You know. Now, granted, the city council, nobody was there really on that city council uh, that was there back when uh, Jacob Fry rule, uh, rolled out the welcome mat to uh, Uber and Lyft all those years ago. But uh, I, I told him, I said, you know what? If the uh, if the city here uh, <clears throat> gave near as much credence to the taxi industry uh, as it is to uh, these Uber and Lyft drivers, uh, 
there wouldn't have been a need for an Uber and Lyft. Well, but, uh, I, I, I will agree partially with that, but as you and I both know, overall, the taxi industry didn't need a good swift kick in the pants. Not to the extent right. that we got it. We got, we got, we got a downright beat down. But uh, I got a little story to tell from back home in Broward County, if you're, if you're done. Please do tell, yeah. Ed. Oh, Unky Ed, please tell us a story. Bill, this is grown-up stuff. Just sit there and be quiet. <laughs> I know, are you all done, John? Is that everything you got? Yeah. So I get an email. It was actually on my old company email from the uh, taxi company that I used to be affiliated with. So they're trying to get drivers back. And what they're offering is they're they're willing to forgive any... any uh, <laughs> arrears that you owe and if you drive 12 weeks you rent the car for 12 weeks you will then get four weeks for free which i think is a wonderful wonderful idea the problem is they were doing it for a limited time just for like a week or two the offer so i shot an email back to the the general manager who i've known for years and i said look that's you know, that's a great offer, but you got to remember, you're trying to get guys back who have been burned badly. You know, they got their butts kicked. And if they're considering it, you know, they've got a job somewhere else. They've got this, they've got that. You know, you can't just put the pressure on them and say, well, you've got two days to make up your mind. You know, perhaps you make this an open-ended offer with no limit to it. Anybody that comes back, you make them that offer. And then you get bodies back in, uh, you know, in the shop. So I, I, I got a nice little reply from, from the GM. And, you know, thanks for your feedback, Ed. I said, look, it, it doesn't matter to me. I'm out. I'm not coming back. Uh, but I, I like the idea of the offer. And I understand why it's structured the way it is, because that's how I used to structure my deals like that. Bring me a driver, you'll get 50 bucks. But you get it when the driver pays for his third week. Not gonna just have you bringing bodies in, you know. They got to last at least two weeks. <laughs> mm -hmm. At the end of the second week, you get your bonus, and you know. So that makes perfect, perfectly clear sense to me. And but it's, I'm happy to see the company finally trying to resurrect out of the ashes the disaster. Look, the money that got built up that was owed by drivers, you're not gonna get that back. Guys were destroyed, absolutely destroyed. Everybody took a hit. The company took a hit. Everybody took a hit. So now it's the, the best thing. Just clean the slate, <clears throat> white clear everything off the desk, and let's start fresh. Give these guys the opportunity to start anew, and then down the road, once they've reestablished themselves, oh, okay, here's a month of I don't have to pay for it. You know, that's $1,600, $1,700 that I get to keep. You know, mm -hmm. and, and it, it's a good idea. Uh, I might structure it a little differently and let them just take those four weeks and use them whenever they want. But that's neither here nor there. That's, that's, I don't want to quibble about that. But it's a good idea. I'm glad they're doing it. I just hope they extend it out and make it open-ended. That's That was my only suggestion. As far as I mm -hmm. know, the offer ended today. Or yeah. ended Friday. I was only there for a week. 
Well, the other question is uh, there, and I, I don't know if anybody would really know the answer, and I don't know if the, that company would tell you the answer if they knew, but let's face it, is there any business for them to come back to? I would imagine, well, of course, I haven't been there in four years, so uh, I'm going to guess, because this company was always good at generating uh, Medicare business, that kind of hospital business you know big big uh big accounts and i'm mm -hmm. sure sure they have some of that uh again the taxi business is making its way back i don't know anybody in the business anymore down there yeah I, I literally i don't know anybody i i don't have a number i could call and be certain that this person is still in in the business everybody i know is either moved on or moved out of the state of florida yeah. So I, I, you know, anybody I know is part of the company and I would get a general, Oh, we're doing fine. Ed, you know, they're not gonna, they're not gonna give me the, but again, well, yeah, exactly. They're not going to give you an honest answer because they don't want to, you know, they're trying to attract drivers down there. Right. And see, this, the thing is, and this company has always been a leader as far as uh, an innovator, we were, we were the first company nationwide to have computer dispatch. Actually, it was three companies that we all, and they entered into this agreement together. One in Richmond, Virginia, or Norfolk. Either Norfolk or Richmond, and uh, Los Angeles. That's a big difference between Norfolk and Richmond. Well, that was one of the reasons they contacted these three different cab companies in three different locations. And this goes back a long time. And all three companies are still affiliated with it. A lot more companies involved now, but we were the first to have it. This company, uh, you know the, uh, the the center brake light that you have on your car? The Cyclops. Yeah. When I started with Yellow Cab of Broward County, they were testing these for the federal government. They were just regular old, like uh, an extra brake light that they screwed onto a pole in the back window. That the makes back, sense. The back deck, you know, and ran it down, and we were the, like the only cars on the road that had this. Uh, this, the, I'm sure there were other places testing it, but we were we were testing them before they became mandatory. And uh, yeah, so they've always been a bit of an innovator. When uh, well, when the money's right, they don't do anything for free. And so anyway. see, the thing that uh, that it just doesn't make sense uh, to me now new york city is is one area it, it, first off it's very unique as far as the taxi industry goes uh and, and a lot of other metropolitan areas don't have this and that is where uh it is just as easy to just you know stick your arm out and wave down a cab as it would be to try to uh, call one. I don't think anybody calls for a cab in New York City. All right, let's, let, let's put the brakes on there, Skippy. First off, you're referring to Manhattan. You're referring to, oh, from Central Park down to the Battery, the lower half okay. of Manhattan. You're also presuming it's not raining. Presuming <laughs> you, live on a, you don't live on the middle of a side street where cabs may or may not be coming down. Uh, oh, there's a lot of ways for you not to get a cab. Uh, the yellow cab fleet 
fleets. It's not one fleet. There are dispatch apps now. Unfortunately, a lot of drivers are still nitwits as far as <clears throat> taking taking the uh, rides. Because like here in Queens, I'll try to use a medallion cap. And uh, I'm right by LaGuardia Airport. Now, my, my logic would be, well, gee, if I'm heading into the airport, oh, wait a minute, there's a ride right there just outside the airport? I can pull in and get and... Oh, look at that, it's going to Manhattan. That's right where I want to go. And yet they'll still go into the holding lot at LaGuardia. So uh, it, it's got wrinkles that need to be worked out. But yes, there is a dispatch system now. Uh, there always kind of was in different neighborhoods, but the medallion cabs for the most part would stay in Manhattan. It was very rare, very rare to find a yellow cab outside of Manhattan. There were a few spots, but they were always looking to get back into Manhattan. Uh, that's why the apple colored, uh, the green apple colored cabs were were allowed. They used to be gypsy cabs. Just people just put cars on the road and uh, set their own rates. That um, he did try to work on that. They had all these uh, these new cabs, if you will brought under the umbrella system and then uh then they brought uber in and, and killed all those drivers too so yeah that's that's uh that i i just i'm glad to hear that the cabs are starting to get, at least get a little bit of a foothold there yeah they are uh, i don't see here in in minneapolis in the twin cities here I don't see anything going back to uh, nor what you what you used to see uh, in the taxi cab business, and one of the reasons that uh, and I've always thought this was a flawed system is that um, and I've I've told you this story before, Ed. Uh, Minneapolis had its own license cabs. St. Paul right. had its own license cabs. That's always been uh, part of the problem with the taxi cab system is municipalities issued their own licenses we had the same thing in south Florida. you go all across the country you find the same thing so now you got multiple cab companies working in multiple cities under multiple licenses under multiple ordinances and there is no you know look i, I i'll give uber credit they went they went into every state and, and made their cars uh, a statewide statewide ordinances that supersede any particular city. So now their cars can work anywhere in a particular state. Uh, That's what I was going to ask. So I'm going to ask John if, if all drivers could go into Minneapolis and vice versa. Absolutely, anywhere in Minnesota. Okay. Any, anywhere. Well, not not before they could. Not before that. Before, but, but before now that they, they were limited to the cities. Okay. Well, you're no. not the taxis. We're talking about the Uber cars now. Yeah, Uber cars used to be just, you know, each the same thing, but they greased the wheels enough, they greased the palms, and got every state to enact statewide ordinances. Excuse me, which well, I'll just I'll just say it from a guy that was union most of my life. Ah, they're a bunch of scab drivers. Well, uh, to a degree, <laughs> they are. To a degree, they are, mm -hmm. and and coming from. Uh, the position in the business that, that John and I occupied when you sit there and you follow the rules and you do everything that they tell you to do and you spend the money that they tell you to spend. You know, every time a chip of paint falls off the car, you got to spend a couple hundred bucks to have it repainted. 
uh, and you do all that. And then uh, Joe Bag of Donuts with the family Wagoneer comes in. You know, and, and he has no rules to follow, per se. Everybody knows, you know, it's that's the frustrating part. There is a, there was a gentleman here in New York City. He was the, in 2018. He was the first of nine people that took their own lives because of what was going on. This this gentleman, Doug, was his name. Um, he wrote a very heartfelt letter uh, <clears throat> and posted it on Facebook before he went to this uh, the steps of City Hall here in Manhattan in Manhattan and blew his brains out. Uh, we we have that letter plays once a month on this station on Radio TFI. Uh, I read it and recorded it. No comment and no commentary or anything like that. Just to feel it needs to be out there because there are certain parts of that letter be, that it's me. I could have written that letter. I did this. I did everything they asked me to do. I've been following the rules for 30-something years, etc., etc., etc. And I know the frustration that he felt. Oh, believe me, I know the frustration. And the other... See, now, that's the, that's the difference there. Somebody's going to do that kind of crap. I'm going to complain and, and bitch and moan about it, but I'm not... I, I'm an outwardly aggressive person. <laughs> I'm not going to shoot myself. I'm going to shoot the SOB that made the rules well, difficult to follow. Well, because hey, if you if you're going to want to shoot yourself and, and kill yourself over something like that, why not just shoot the SOB that's doing it? You're going to be out of the way anyway, one well, way or the other. You know, as it may. I, but know. I'm not. I'm not saying. Oh, yeah, I, I know. Me. I know. Cards and letters, kids and kittens. Bill Fancher. Yes. Uh, so, go in there and just beat the crap out of him. There well, you go. Well, yeah, that, you, you know, you bad. could do that. And, but in all seriousness, you, what we were up against was in many, many, pl most places, and I think John will back me up on this, while we were being told to follow our rules and strictly being, and follow them strictly, the Uber cars <laughs> were out there loud, doing whatever. The, oh, sure, you got rules. Wink, wink. You got rules. You know, how how are we supposed to compete in the same business? Which was another thing I love to hear. Oh, you're afraid of competition. No, I'm not, but let's play the same game. But, you know, if I'm if, if I'm playing baseball, you want me to meet up with you on a hockey rink? Yeah, you know, we're playing two <laughs> ben, different done that, haven't we, John? Well, <laughs> we all have, we all have a nip or two in the winter and wind up uh <laughs> But but that's oh, what you're up God. against, and and the refs are up are against you too, and the crowd hates you. You're the you're out there by yourself and you're slipping and sliding, and 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 you know how to do your business, and all you want to do is your business, and people are out there cheating, thieving, and lying about you. That man and the other eight individuals here in New York City. I understand the frustration they were under. I lost a lot. Uh, mm -hmm. I'm not saying I lost more than anybody else. I lost what I had. And I know what I had done and gone through. This is not a one-time thing, Bill. You don't just do this. This got built up over time. Oh, on, I'm no doubt. On top of the 30-some-odd years the gentleman spent 
getting himself into this position so that he could provide for his family. And okay, now I'm in a comfortable place where I can work the way I want to work. And then just to have it all, you know, sucked away. I mean, oh, I mean, that that is, you know, that's cockaday Toro to the nth degree. But, you know, uh, that's still I'm one of those. It's let's go in and talk to the guy who's responsible. That's just it. There is no guy. You'd have There's to, always a guy. <laughs> but you'd have to wipe out hundreds of people because everybody's got their hand out. Yeah. You got to get them all together. And now you're taking out individual innocent people. And you know, I know that's, that's the drawback. You, you, you take out somebody that was kind of ancillary to, to what they were. And now then you look like a schmuck and right. Beats the whole person. You well, you're not going to look that great to begin with. Mm-mm. Well, but, that was one of the things when uh, that's one of the reasons why I retired when I did from the x-ray, uh, the state of Texas decided they wanted to add all of their, I have what was called a national registry. Uh, you know, I could work anywhere in the country. And then they started putting in these state registries, just, an, you know, another way of getting more money out right. of you. But then the state of Texas decided, well, we're going to take all of this and we're going to throw it into the health sciences and human services. So now I've got a national registry. I got to comply with the Texas laws on top of the state laws. Then the, what did it in was when they said, okay, now you're all going to have to go get fingerprinted. Wouldn't the Texas laws be the state laws? Well, I'm sorry if I transgress, but the, the Texas laws and the federal laws, you know, I've got a federal license. I've got a federal license. Uh Uh-huh which means I can practice anywhere in the country. And then the states roll in and do that. And then the last, the final straw for me was when they said, you have to be fingerprinted now to work as an x-ray tech in the state of Texas. Well, let me ask you a question. I was like, screw you. I mean, I've got a background check every time I renew my license. I got to do CEUs every damn year. And you're going to tell me I need to be fingerprinted. Up yours. Because I got fingerprinted every time I I renewed my, uh, my hack license, which I was fine with. I was fine with when I first started, it was like a four year license. Then it was three, two, you know, just so they, yeah, but you didn't have a national license on top of that. Uh, no, no, I understand. My national license cost me like, uh, $29 a year. And what the Texas Texas license was Texas license was 119. So I'm like, give me a friggin' break. It's a big state, man. It's a big state. Yeah. Big state and full of sh- well. Easy now. You're doing fine so far. You don't want to spend that money on a fine. No, that's why the tax rates are so low here in Texas. They screw everybody else. There you go. We will get it from you one way or the other. We make, we make it look like we're doing you a favor, but uh, uh-huh. I'm not gonna. Hey, I was in the grocery store yesterday, and I really hadn't been paying attention to prices. I was gonna buy a can of Lysol that I keep in the in the in the, in the bathroom. Twelve friggin' dollars. I spent eight ninety on a dozen eggs the other day. I was like, "What? Yeah, yeah, eggs." So did like, I pick up two dozen by mistake? Uh, I, and there I, can't I, be an egg shortage out there. I mean, come on. Actually, there well, is. the chickens are all going. We ain't doing this no more. Actually, there is an egg shortage. I just saw an. A How is that even it. possible? Because a lot of birds died. There was an avian flu epidemic. Like oh, during the COVID, they all got COVID and they all died. And well, then they decided COVID. they're not going to ship their eggs out on the, the boats and everything. So, okay, well, all right, I'll buy that. Never mind. <laughs> anyway. Fly line issues. Anyway. Now, 
Ed doesn't uh, doesn't agree with this approach that our company has basically taken. But uh, we, through most of the year, between our uh, contract school t- uh, transportation and the contract medical transportation that we have, have enough business to go around. When everything is going according to Hoyle, we have plenty of business to go around. Yeah, but so, when does that ever happen? Well, it, this this last week was every everything was in the you know my school runs they all went there were no cancellations or anything like that. Uh, everything went perfectly this last week, and it's been a while because uh, it's always been tough to recover during the holidays. I, I will say that during the from about a week uh, before Christmas through about the first week or so of the new year. Ugh, Jesus, it, it gets it gets a little bit of, you know, trying times, if you will. Uh, but no, the thing is, is our company has basically said, well, you know, we're, we're not going to worry about pursuing city licenses anymore. Hell, quite frankly, we're not going to worry about pursuing, uh, uh, private pay customers anymore, to tell you the truth. I, dis- I, mean, I don't disagree with that. I I think that's a... I, I, I suggested that to our company when I still thought I was stay, staying in the business. Civil disobedience. Why are we... <laughs> well, seriously. Why are we going on and on about, you know, we're inspecting cars and we got to pay for permits every year? Well, screw that. I suggested, and I was quite serious about it, on the side of our cabs, it said yellow, and underneath the cab, I said, all we have to do is take the B, manipulate, and turn into an R, yellow car. And then we just use our dispatch system and uh, do flat rates or whatever, and, and we're out from under the uh, the thumb of Broward County. And we can try to pick this up, but, you know. Paint it a different color. Actually, they were white. Yellow cabs are white. Uh, we have uh, state-issued STS transportation permits on all of our on all of our vehicles. What so is that? what is STS? Can, uh, special transportation service. Oh. And nice. so, uh, I don't think. Tell you the truth, I don't think there is a yellow. I mean, they the company still holds onto the rights of yellow cab and there might be one or two yellow cabs there might be one or two airport taxis still floating around in the uh just so, but they're, the they're doing them just to hold on to them exactly yeah exactly but uh most of uh most of the cars either have uh transportation plus and they don't have to be painted any one particular color right right uh, they either transportation plus or i hail I hail is, uh, and you see a lot of the I hails now uh, going away too. It's like, you know, it's not worth maintaining. I could be wrong, but as far as I know, the last time I checked, I still own the rights exclusively to use the name Central Cab in Broward County, Florida. It could have, could be gone now for all I know. I don't care if anybody uses it. I'm not going to freak out. Uh, I don't care. Uh, but when I purchased that company many, many moons ago, we got the rights to the name to it. That's in, that's been documented, documented with the county. 
again beautiful and, and and the color scheme and the color scheme red is red is my color in Broward County I didn't like the red I wanted blue but <laughs> blue was taken I wonder uh, why no because established oh. companies had it but anyway so uh, let's go ahead and move on to uh a couple of other uh, things that are going on, as uh, Ed mentioned at the top of the show, uh, we lost—we uh, actually lost a couple of uh, a couple of people. Uh, uh, famous guitarist Jeff Beck uh, passed away. Um, uh, apparently, he had what was it—a case of meningitis or something like yeah, that. Yeah, that's what they said—an advanced case of he meningitis. Had, he also had a case of being seventy-eight years old. Well, it kind of catches oh, up to you eventually, doesn't it? Yeah, that's true. I mean, and but, then there's then there's Keith Richards. Uh, Keith Keith is dead. He just don't know <laughs> don't know enough to lie down. No, exactly. Um, but this is the one, uh, Lisa Marie Presley, fifty four years old. Mm-hmm. Um, and right away, all the anti vaxxers are coming out of the woodwork. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. What? Oh, she, had, she had heart failure. Now it seems like everybody, a person can't have heart failure without it being vaccine related anymore. You and know, I got to believe that there's a heart failure risk in that family, in the Presley family. Uh, I think that might have been genetic. She, she, she died from COVID, from the COVID vaccine, just like her father. Yeah, yes, <laughs> exactly. And his father, too. So, yeah, they know, all died from the amazing COVID vaccine. Amazing how that works. And by the way, by the way, this is a fact. Uh, Paul Barrett at Elvis's funeral, George Santos. Look it up. <laughs> by the way, we're going to do a round of George Santos stuff here in a second. So get, get your best friends up and, up and ready. But it's just the thing with, with Lisa Murray. Now, yeah, you're right. There is a, there is a, uh, a hereditary, uh, uh, and that's what got Elvis, of course, you know, the drugs and the cheeseburgers probably didn't no. uh, help. Didn't and the jelly donuts that didn't help. But uh, clean up butter and a jelly sandwich really gets me through the night. Oh, we're playing that again at the I, break today. We're playing the Elvis days. I forgot. I forgot that Elvis died so young. He was in his forties when he died. Huh? But uh, so yeah, I mean, let's let's not uh, you know, let's not take into consideration. Uh, the hereditary heart condition. Let's not take uh, condition the stress that she's probably been uh, in and under. Well, she, Let's lost, not... she lost her son some years ago. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, uh, look, I was, I was, uh, I was that same exact age when I had a heart attack. And mine would have been fatal as well. So it, it's, but, but we should also consider she was married to she was married to Michael Jackson for how many years? <laughs> I mean, if that wasn't a bad enough injection, what else was? Hey now! <laughs> oh, it's gonna be like that. George Santos. He has Michael Jackson's other glove. George Santos was the father. He was married to Lisa Marie. Uh but uh, she was also married to Nicolas Cage. Weren't yes. we all at some point? I, you know, six degrees of separation. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. get right down to it. So you have some, you have some uh, facts about George Santos. Well, huh? I don't facts? know. Facts? There are no 
facts. I know we, I know we all have. So, so let's hear your best George Santos fact. What do you got, John? I ain't got diddly. I ain't giving this diddly. guy two thoughts. Didn't, didn't you know he, uh, he, he, uh, he not only invented the cigarette, but also Nicorette. <laughs> yeah. He chopped down the cherry tree too. He, he sure did. He sure and threw did. a dollar across the Potomac. At all, He's, <laughs> this one he's actually said that he was the star player on the Baruch College volleyball team. First off, he didn't go to Baruch College. <laughs> Who the hell is Baruch College? No, that's a that's a legit college here in New York. That's a big time. Okay. No, it's a big okay. time. It's a big deal. If you go to Baruch, uh, uh, it's my 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 landlord's girlfriend um, came here from China and she went to Baruch. She's a big time accountant now and all that. No, don't laugh. She's very successful. I'm not laughing at it. It's just the name cracking yeah, up. Well, what, what was their team mascot? <laughs> who knows? Who knows? Uh, but I mean, it's just funny now. The this, that, see, Bill, this is one of the times when when social media, Twitter, is actually being it's on point because. There's not anything you can read without somebody injecting George Santos. <laughs> and it all fits in. It's all it all fits in because it doesn't matter what the topic is. It does not matter. Well, you know, well, George Santos was there first taking care of it. And, uh, you know, by the way, this is a fact, too. When he got sworn in, he didn't say was it. They all say, you know, I do or I will. He oh, said, help me, God. He said, yes. Because he's a douche. He's a douche. And, uh, which he did invent, by the way. He did. He did. He was the first. <laughs> he was the first. You, you, you can't argue that. Uh, football. It's all, it's all George. It's all George. Uh, well, what was it that he, uh, he claimed, claimed that he was Jewish? Jewish. <laughs> yeah. Jew, Jewish. 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 And, and by the way, this is legit. That's a joke Seth Meyers used to do in his stand-up act. People oh, really? I'm, people think I'm Jewish, but I'm not. I'm Jew-ish. Jew ish. <laughs> you know, it's a funny joke <laughs> if it's your joke. And yeah. uh you know, it's, like this guy, the I can tell you what, the Nassau County Republicans, Nassau County is one of the two counties in Long Island, and this is where He's uh, he's the, the congressional district. Okay, want, now I understand. They want him out. They want him out. In California, you can do a recall. Is there anything like that in New York? Uh, honestly, I'm guessing not. I don't know. Right now, Kevin McCarthy uh, has no inclination to get rid of Santos. No, Santos, he can't lose that vote. He cannot lose that vote. Exactly. Again, not that Santa, not not that Kevin McCarthy is going to be able to do jack squat. He'll be gone in six months if he lasts I, that long. I, I think he'll he'll be gone before the peanut butter box is here. I am sure. I, I, I think they need to put that head of lettuce up like they did for the British Prime Minister. And uh <laughs> I mean look look now, we've got we've got Jim Jordan in, in charge of the Oh Jesus. And this guy hasn't done how do the people you people in Ohio, how? Why? I, I can't understand Ted Cruz in Texas, and I can blame Fancher for that. I can sit here. And I never voted finger. for the prick. Uh, you don't know. I don't know that. I don't know that for a fact. 
You're right. Guarantee uh, I never voted for him. Ted Cruz, go fuck yourself. Fuck yourself. You can't. Exactly. But how is it? How is it you keep putting this guy in? He does not Because nothing. people vote straight Republican, straight That's right. Democrat. They don't pay any attention to the name and just, and there you go. The movie, does, uh, just The Distinguished Gentleman with Eddie Murphy. Exactly. Exactly. That's the plot. That's the plot. And it's mm-hmm. uh, hilarity ensues. The, uh, the, 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 the congressman in his district, they have similar names. He dies. Eddie Murphy's character jumps in there. And uh, again, hilarity ensues. It's a, it's a beautiful... This is why it's kind of like, you know, they were talking about uh, jurists a while back and that there should be professional jurists. I don't necessarily disagree with that because who the hell is... Uh, you know, a, a, a panel of your peers. Right. Come on. If you had a panel of my peers, they'd all be drunken dumbasses sitting out there, and they'd never get the trial done. Well, you got but, two. You got two. Of them here. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it's the same thing with with congressmen. I mean, and voting. It, you should have to pass a test to vote, but then some <laughs> of these people that vote can't even freaking read. So I mean, come on, you can't punch out a. You can't. Put out a freaking chat on a ballot. <laughs> that disqualifies you immediately for voting. Sorry. Sorry. With the good air, not with the bad. And with the good. It's that PTSD coming back at me again. <laughs> George Santos invented PTSD. Great, he did. He invented it. Look. George Santos syndrome. The, the, we've talked about this before. The problem is it's the uh, partisan stuff. Especially now, the Republican Party does not care about you, me, or anybody. They don't no, have a platform. Certain. They're certainly not interested in governing. Remember, remember, kids and kittens, in November, it was inflation, uh, the border. This is what we're going to go after. Now, what are we doing? Oh, Hunter Biden. Hunter Biden's notebook. Yeah. And where you got a perfect case of investigating right, right in front of you. Yeah. Oh, we ain't going to do that. No, 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 no. Um, and, and unfortunately, uh, they have some fresh meat now because of uh, what's been going on with the president, uh, with the fact that he's wound up with. Uh, well, here's I, I, I don't want to sound hypocritical about it, but here's the but main case with this. I will anyway, but. The, the case with the, the, the Biden papers, and I'm not trying to defend it. If he did it, he, he should catch, you know, slap him on his boo-boo and move him on too. But these were not documents that the archives were looking for. That is right. They, they didn't, didn't come knocking three times. They didn't subpoena him. They didn't have to mm-hmm. do uh, any of this other stuff. And then when they found them, they immediately turned them over and said, hey, I'm sorry we had these and, and whatnot. And there was one classified document. Trump had over 60. Right. And Biden had these things locked up. Trump had them in his friggin' desk at Mar-a-Lago. Yeah, it, it's a world of difference. The, the, only, the, the only common denominator is that documents that should have been somewhere else. Exactly. Okay. Biden's, not, Biden's going, hey, if, you know, if they were there, they were there. You know, I accept... Whatever. He's not, again, he's not trying to run from it. He's not trying to hide from nope. it. 
No. Nope. Uh, oh, why don't they? My here's my favorite. Why aren't they raiding Biden's house? First off, that would be the White House. Second of off, <laughs> the White House. they'll find more Trump stuff there. Yeah. <laughs> you don't need to raid him because he's turned no. them over. He's turned them all. He's turned them over. If you had, I, I mean, you know. So what are we going to do? We're going to make that. The, the the quantum leap assumption that everybody has taken documents home with them. I, I, this has never been an issue in my lifetime until now. No. I've never heard of anything like and, this. Because in any other situation, you turn to the person <clears throat> involved and say, oh, by the way, you've still got X, Y, and Z. And they go, oh, sorry. And that might have been the case. Oh, yeah, I do, don't I? I here, do. here you go. Here you go. Trump went, screw you, they're mine. That's right. That's right. I got to put them up in my restaurants and... Uh, uh-huh. So people can see. I still got to sell them and make more money. That's right. I wait my magic wand, and they're now they're all declassified. Yeah, they're all declassified. But you know what? That didn't make any difference because you didn't have them declassified. And did you hear how many times does he have to admit to this? When I left the the White House, it was eleven o'clock. I was still the president, so I was entitled to have these. Well, you just admitted that you had them. That's right. That's right. I mean, come on. And at 1201, you weren't the president anymore. And you weren't, which means you had to give them back at that point. Yeah, just like you had to give back the White House, although you didn't want to. Yeah. Oh, I wanted to see him dragged out that day. Oh. Oh. I was, God, I was going to pay money to watch oh, it. Oh, yeah. That would have been a good paper. I, I'd, I'd have paid whatever <laughs> it would have cost. I would have, mm -hmm. I would have busted out every credit card I have. For, what do you want for this? We, 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 we could have taken care of the national debt. Just to watch him perp walked out of the White House. Frog walked. Put, Good frog put walked. the shackles on his ankles, too. That's... Uh -huh. Put the... Oh, I want. I can't wait. I can't... I, I really can't wait to see him a year after he's in jail when the hair is gone and... Oh, yeah. No orange makeup. It's going to be... It's going to be he's, a beautiful he's thing. He's had a chance to be somebody's prison bitch and... Oh. He's going to look like Tammy Faye Baker. <laughs> uh, we can dream. We can dream. <laughs> the dream, the impossible dream. Oh, exactly. Uh, how is it? I still don't understand. How is it? He's not in jail for something. Teflon Don. No kidding. It's just like, I'm telling you, it's just like the freaking mafia. Only well, stupid. I don't, only I don't stupid. care how long it takes. Oh, no. Chase his ass till the end of time. Yeah. Yeah, not a moment's peace. And, uh, because uh, we have to prove as a country that we abide by our own stinking laws. Mm -hmm. rest of the world's going, why are you guys letting this schmuck run around doing all this other stuff when we wind up just shooting them and done with it? Yeah, well, as, as, as appealing an idea as that, as that is. <laughs> I'm not saying shoot Donald Trump. <laughs> but no, you, Christ, don't say that. But no, you're not I, saying I'm not to. Uh, yeah, well, okay. <laughs> Splitting hairs. Okay. <laughs> Whoa. Well, I would not that man come down with a case with lead poisoning. Uh, the hell, I would. Like they always used to say, it's a 38 cent solution. But now bullets are worth more than that now. So what the hell? Exactly. Well, now that now that we're all going to be seeing the inside of the of the secret surface, somebody's going to be knocking at our door before yeah. the show's over. Just killing time with nobody. <laughs> I'll, get, I'll, get the I'll get the technical difficulties card ready. <laughs> 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 
Anybody oh, that knows us and listens to the show got to know we're a bunch of dumbasses and don't listen to anything we say. Oh, yeah. Well, well you can listen. Just don't take it for, you know. Go ahead, Bill. Always Try listen. You twist your, twist say. yourself out of this one. <laughs> I kind of, I'm all nodded up yeah, on that you did. one now. Yeah, you did. Pretty <laughs> good job. Airs out my way out. <laughs> <laughs> the phone line is open. 754. It is. 804-2428 if you would... Uh, like to be a part of this uh oh, you're live. crazy if you do but go ahead and and, and a note oh, to, and a note crazy to the, is the rest of us. and a note to the secret service all of our front doors are unlocked so please there's no <laughs> need to kick them in let's hey, just don't show up at 320 when the vikings game is on <laughs> yeah we'll all turn ourselves in tomorrow we, we tomorrow. all watch football but gerald will be outside ready to do a perp walk sure he will <laughs> It wouldn't be the first time for him, but we'll talk more. We about have Jared. slightly digressed from where we were, but okay. That's that's that's, the, that's this show does every day. What you talk? The format. The 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 the, the tracks for. Welcome the to the digression hour, Bill. The, the 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 rails are just a formality. Well, I'll talk to Ozzy about that. So. So, oh, I'm sorry. I got. I got to say, there's uh, Batman turn again here. Uh, I was watching the hundred thousand. Go ahead. I was watching the hundred thousand dollar pyramid, and um, Ozzy's daughter was on the show. I now all of a sudden her name has escaped me, but his daughter was on the show play, and one of the words came up was Satan. And she couldn't get the answer. The girl's going, the really? devil, that, and everybody. And I'm sitting there going, couldn't you have just said your dad? Your dad. That's the first thing. And then, of them. course, at, at the end, Strahan goes, your dad's the, the prince of darkness. And you couldn't get the Satan. <laughs> the fir- I, that was the first word that popped in my head. I said, if you're given the clues or, or you know, if, if it's her given the clues. My dad, my dad, or your I dad. would definitely boom. <laughs> he's just he's just a, a, a weak old man now. He's uh, well, you know, he might not head the heads off of anything these days, but but uh, he's still hilarious to watch. If you ever watch him on any of those shows that he does, uh, the Osbournes want to believe. If you ever watch, what is that? that? Oh, it's Jack. His son runs this thing about uh, ghosts and UFOs and all this stuff. And Ozzy and and Sharon are sitting there. Sharon, I want to get him to believe. And Ozzy's just hilarious on it. Well, I've I've told this story before. One of the best little bits they ever had. I didn't watch a lot of that uh, their show, The Osbournes, but I did see one (laughs) where it was Ozzy's birthday, and you know they're giving him gifts, and he opens it opens one up. And it's some, it's like a hairbrush or some kind of hair manipulating tool. I don't remember exactly what it was. And he looks at it and he goes, but, but I'm the Prince of effing darkness. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ozzy. <laughs> and of course, if you, if you watch the movie, little Nicky, he makes an appearance in, in yes. the movie, little yeah. Nicky too. So <laughs> let's, let's move on from Ozzy and, and the okay. rest of the Osbournes. And, uh, John is, well, still... oh, by the way, John, nice to see you put a little bit of more light on this week. And I don't know how or why <laughs> more wattage in the ball. Yeah, really? Did, did we, <laughs> did we, did we... Fact we have a side 
we have a sunny day today, and do so we, I still, but that sunshine is the electric bill. Do we, do we put an extra <laughs> extra gerbil on the uh, on the wheel? Yeah, there you go, generating more power. Timeout. What did you say? No, there's no timeout during a live there's show. There's no timeouts during a live what show. What are you talking about? Oh. I mean, I have to call security when my wife walks by. So what no, the hell? I'm kidding. And, and I, <laughs> I don't have anybody to walk in on me. Uh, like, oh, my darling <laughs> wife said uh, that it wasn't my halo, the light from my halo. So, uh, no. Well, that's for damn certain. Wow, it's getting nasty in here. <laughs> it, it, it is getting nasty. I'm not so sure I like you people anymore. But, uh, <laughs> oh. So, anyway, we didn't, really so get a, we didn't really get a chance to talk about 15 rounds to uh, elect the Speaker of the House last week. <laughs> and uh you know i i it just i i know we touched on it briefly a couple of minutes ago but it just pains me to see that what, unto itself has to be the greatest embarrassment i, I mean to him, but you know what he don't care no, he wanted the job he he was gonna he was gonna perform any sexual act that they wanted that's for him to wrong. get those votes and, and, oh, and yeah. just to watch the Republicans act like big old babies and children, you know, people wanted to walk down and punch Matt Gates on about four different occasions. I've wanted to, which punch I Matt didn't Gates. disagree with. <laughs> he deserves to be punched, but oh, okay. Right in the throat. Uh -huh. And, uh, oh. you know, and, and then there's, there's a uh, Marge trailer park green. Now suddenly she's, Oh, well, you know, she she's highly offended by by Bobo and Gates and yeah. What the what where where do you where did you find room to climb up on that high horse? What well, the? she's got plenty of space in her head, so well, you know it's you know. It's well, did you guys speaking of speaking of uh, Marjorie Trailer Trash? John's uh, girlfriend. <laughs> Johnny's got a girlfriend. Uh, so did you? Uh, she put up a a, a video up on. Oh, social media he did uh with with the background of uh with the background of the song that uh dr dre did with uh snoop dog right now and i can't i think it's called always dre or forever dre or something like that if yeah, it's forever dre do you have the video i i don't have the video All right, if i may i'm going to describe the video this is post post uh uh, January 3rd af after McCarthy was officially elected speaker they show her walking through the halls of Congress like the cock of the walk and she's got her shoulders back and she's she is the SHIT she, and she's got this song playing underneath it and she, she's just walking around and she's all that and a bag of chips well you know what happened later that day Dr. Dre's lawyer sent a cease and desist letter good good uh, that basically told her keep this away from your trashy mouth keep my wife's name out your mouth out your mouth essentially and uh good for him good for him i'm i i mean okay but i'll say something a little stupid about all that when they were watching painting on all of these people and stuff like that and they had bobo on the screen and whatnot she was wearing a little low cut thing and so mm -hmm. now i know how she got elected yeah Oh, you know, she just went out there and flaunted herself. I mean, she's not a bad-looking woman. She's no. good-looking, no. and that's how she got elected. She's a former escort. Yeah, go figure. No, that's that's the truth. 
Mm-hmm. Former well, escort. I thought I'd heard that. So yeah, she's she's been arrested for that. Uh, you know, her husband has been arrested for uh, exposing himself in front of little kids <laughs> being, while she was for there. being with her. <laughs> well, there should be for being with her, but but in a bowling alley, exposed himself to some young girls, and she was there. They weren't married yet, but uh, they both got arrested for that. And they their restaurant's worse than Anthony Weiner, for Christ's sake. He he had the unfortunate luck of having been born with that name. That's, I you know so, so why did you have to go? Well, anyway, we yeah, digress that, again. That, let's not get into him. But she, uh, <clears throat> oh, their restaurant. Apparently, they didn't know how to cook clams. People were getting food poisoning and <laughs> bearded clam. <laughs> you go where you got to go with that dog. <laughs> Whatever road is most comfortable for you. <laughs> Just make sure to buckle up on the way. That's all we ask. Oh, no. George Santos invo- okay. in- in- invented the, the bearded clam. <laughs> invented the bearded clam. Okay. Named it, actually. Named it, actually. It was one, of the things, one of the things that I uh, tweeted back to uh, uh, Trailer Trash was, you know, no no disrespect to Dr. Dre or Snoop Dogg, but let's face it, this uh, this song basically was paying homage to all the weed they smoked and all the hose they uh, yeah. stooped. Stooped. Yeah, that's is a, this, is this, is, is this so what she you was know? a perfect pick for the song. Then. Yeah, okay. that's, a, that, that's a rap word, stooped. stooped. <laughs> well, you know, I, I didn't want to collect a, uh, a, a credit a loss. Well, so, you, know, yes, you know what? We speak German here. Now, unless you're referring to Lily Von Stoop. Lily Von Stoop. It's true. It's, it's true. true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm tired. I'm freaking exhausted. I, that's it. Leave so, alone. <laughs> I tell you what. Let me let me get this. Uh, let me get this off my chest here because we might not have time. No, we're not. Much time left. But uh, the uh, our uh, fun times here on Radio TFI and RadioTFI.com uh, this week, more hot stove baseball, uh, 9 o'clock Eastern as we play a week of all-star games starting from the 60, which one? Uh, there were two games in 1962. Those will be Monday and Tuesday. Then 1963, 64, 65, 66, and finally next Sunday, 1970 from Cincinnati. Including one for Minnesota, 65 from yeah, Minnesota. 65. That is correct. That is key wreck from when they all met. The year before that was so, brand spanking new Shea Stadium, which doesn't exist anymore. Neither does the Met. That's a shame. The Met still exists. It's just it's called the Mall of America. Now. Yeah, I've been there. I've seen home plate. I've... Uh, <laughs> Yes, I actually was Did able. Did you see Herman Killebrew's seat up out, it out there? It took me too? some doing, but I found it. It's right there behind you the roller it? coaster. It's mm-hmm. been twenty. You got to go up onto the third level and go over there by that's... Old Bubba Gump Shrimp Company and look out. And that's where I was. You've been gone. I sir. enjoy Bubba Gump. I enjoy that place. Is it still there? As far as I know, I have been ah, to the ball. I, it was cool as hell. It was a good place. Food wasn't bad either. It was, you know. Pretty good food. I never heard the gong, sir. You did. Anyways, you did. I did. I heard it somewhat. Say goodbye. Reluctantly. Anyways, see you in hour two.
You're listening to the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TFI. You found Just Killing Time with John and Ed. I am Frau Blucher. On Radio TFI. Join the conversation. You can reach the guys at 754-800-CHAT, 754-800-2428. If you are watching live, the comment section is open. From a payphone, call collect. while I whip this out. Well, a blessing my soul, what's wrong with me? Single, reaching like a man on a fuzzy tree. My friends say I'm acting while he's a bug. I'm in love. I'm all shook up. Yeah, yeah. Well, my hands are shaky and my knees are weak. Can't seem to stand on my own two feet. Who, who do you think of when you have such a look? I'm in love. I'm all shook up. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, please don't ask me what's on my mind. I'm a little shook up, but I feel fine. When I'm near the girl that I love, best you know my heart, my heart. Excuse me, just if she touch my hand, I wonder what you like. Got the lips like a volcano that's hot. I'm proud to say that she's my buttercup. I'm in love. I'm all shook up, uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah, 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 uh-huh, You've bought his records, you've seen his films, you've even purchased the Dayglow Velvet Memorial paintings at the gas station. As a true Elvis fan, you think you've heard it all, but wait, there's more. Now you can buy secret recordings of Elvis's last telephone conversations. Yes, it's the Elvis tapes. Hello, baby. This is Elvis. And I want you to come over right now and make me a big peanut butter and then a sandwich. A peanut butter and a then a sandwich with a good man through the night. You'll hear Elvis in his most intimate moments. Hello, pizza man, pizza. Yeah, this is the Elvis. I want you to bring me over a couple of large pies. Don't make it, make it three. Don't make it six, double cheese. Yeah, I'm hungry, I'm alone, and I'm hungry. And you'll hear Elvis reveal how he really feels about the one true love of his life. I want you back, I want you back in my life, baby. And I on your way back, would you pick up some donuts, please? Make jelly, cream donuts, crullest cheese Danish too. I love my big honey glazed donuts. Without them, I can't do 
The Elvis Tapes. Available now in drugstores everywhere. Put on my 501s and I headed for the street. Just checked out the best of Hustler and I'm starting to feel the heat. Suddenly I see people checking out my button fly scene. Yeah, I got a first class riser. It done pitched the tent in my jeans. Now I'm sporting a woody. I'm finding it impossible to conceal. I'm sporting a woody. I feel like an axle without a wheel. Saw the ghost of Elvis. He was sporting one too. Followed him up to the gates of Graceland. Just to see what he would do His ghosted face was beaming As he headed for his room There's a pretty little ghost She's waiting for his post Down in the jungle room Whispering what is a Memphis It's nearly impossible To conceal Sporting what is a Memphis like an axle without a wheel Spartan wood isn't manifest It's almost impossible to conceal Spartan wood isn't manifest Feel like an axle without a Whoops, there we are now. There we are. Well, what can I say? I had to mute my mic. It is what it is. Hey, welcome aboard, folks. Uh, We're just killing time here in this hour on Radio TFI and on the Radio TFI streaming network. Uh, I'm John. He's Ed. That's Bill. That way. So, uh... I get, you know, I just dawned on me. I think I, I mentioned this a couple of weeks ago, though, that this hour, for whatever reason, we seem to be a lot more structured than even in the in hour one. <laughs> that is true. Even, <laughs> in, even in just killing time, we're more structured. We we are. We have we are more structured. Yep. By the way, speaking of structured, I'd like to apologize. The bit that played during the break there was from last week. Not that these two would know it. Uh, I knew that. The wrong button was I pushed. There was supposed to be a tribute to Elvis and his daughter. Uh, but we'll put that in the uh, in the uh, archive version. When we... So when you listen on the replay tomorrow on Radio TFI, you will hear that instead of the great Charles Durning from, uh, from Best that of the That was a great bit. Uh, it's a great scene. I love that scene. Him dancing through the uh, uh, Bill. I'm guessing that is the actual capital in Austin, Texas. Bill wouldn't. Last know. time I checked, it was. Bill doesn't care. Bill yeah, just exactly ign- right. Bill just ignores us. John Shannon. 
Well, you say we got to get through this, so I did hit the, hit the maestro. Now, hold on a second. Before we get going here, we got a lot of ground to cover today. So, <laughs> you say the birthday. I hit the button. One of us, likely me, will say some interesting or funny or enlightening comment, and then we move right on. No dilly-dally. Hmm. Are, we, are we clear on that? That is a personal challenge. Hold my beer. Maestro. <laughs> 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 All right, hit it. it. All right, here we go. Uh, starting today, we have three celebrating birthdays today. Pitbull, who is 42 years old today. Drew Brees, who's 44. Boy, you took me seriously on that move and throw it. Jeez. Exactly. And Sharo, the Hoochie Coochie Girl, 72 years old. Smokey smoke. Coochie Coochie. Have you ever Coochie. seen her play the guitar? Uh, I have. It's been a long well, time. She's a classic. I've, I've heard her play the cigar, this the, the guitar. I never saw her. I was, there were other things I was looking at. She is fantastic. She is one of the greatest guitar players ever. She's a good. A, we need to have her on the show. Yes. Oh, try and bring a little class to this uh, these proceedings. And yeah, well, you're going to need more than Charo for that. I'm afraid. <laughs> Today, I'm Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. Monday. Monday. Eight months. 49 years old. Who? Who? Kate Moss. Oh, okay. oh, Kate Moss. She's a model or an actor. Yeah, no Moss. Actress. Somebody who's never uh, been in Roy my kitchen. Jones, the boxer, Roy Jones Jr. turns 54. Okay. Now, who's, who's going to give him his punches? <laughs> cool. <Kool> <laughs> Moving on to Tuesday, Jim Carrey turned 61 years old. All righty then. Steve Harvey turned 66 years old. Man's got the biggest teeth in the world. Yeah, just teeth. Uh, our fabulous former first lady, Michelle Obama, turns 59 years old. I'm afraid not, oh. sir. I'm afraid she is forever 21. Yeah, I won't disagree with that. argue with that. Um, Dwayne Wade turns forty-one years old. Good lord! I remember oh, when God. he was when he was just a pup with the Miami Heat. Uh, James Earl Jones turns ninety-two years old on Tuesday. Luke, I am your father. He exactly. never actually said that. No, he didn't. And besides, his father wasn't black. So there. Ooh, cards and letters. Uh, <laughs> we'll skip one here and go to Maury Povich, who turns 84 on Tuesday. God, I thought he was dead already. Maury Pupik used to be a used to be a legit newsman. Used to is the oh, operative words there. Used to. Married to Connie Chung. Wang Chung. No, don't he go there. Know. Cards and letters. All right. Ironically, ironically, it's this man's birthday on Wednesday. 
T. Higgins. Oh! Wow. Let's not remember. This was not his fault. He had... No, it was This was the planets aligned. If you're not familiar with T. Higgins, ladies and gentlemen, this is a gentleman that was involved in the tackle with uh, DeMar Hamlin, the Buffalo game, the player that had the heart attack on the field. It had nothing to do with that young man. All the planets in the solar system in the universe aligned so that that hit happened just at the precise nanosecond that the electrical charge was uh, going through the heart and it interrupted it. It, it, was, it was a gazillion to one odds of it happening. So Thank T you. Higgins. I hope you bought a lottery ticket. Yeah, we're with you, T, T. Higgins. <laughs> so. Yep. Yep, absolutely. Uh, also on Wednesday, Kevin Costner turns 68. No. Read that again. Yes, indeed. That's hard to believe. Isn't it? Wait a minute. Kevin Costner's only five years older than me? Four years, I actually. Am. Only a year older than me. I don't. He's in, he should be in his 70s. Yeah, well. I, I, I think Shannon uh, muffed this one. No, I take, think he's right. Take it, take it up with uh, famousbirthdays.com. I will. Yeah, there you Mo- go. Nobody on. lies on the internet. That's right. Exactly. Especially on Thursday. One, on Thursday, the one and only Dolly Parton turns 77. Here you come again. The nicest person on the Celebrity planet. Chef Paula Dean turns 76. Paula Dean. Uh, oh, oh, she okay. she cook, she cooks everything with butter, including butter. Uh huh. <laughs> exactly. They are Secretary of Transportation, and some people think uh, might Mayor be Pete presidency. Say his yep, name. Mayor Pete Buttigieg turns forty-one. Cool. Oh, I thought you were going to botch that name. Go ahead. Moving on. Time. Time. Uh, on to. Uh, for- yes. 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 Paul Rodriguez turned 68. Funny man, a.k.a. Pablo was his TV show. Exactly. On Friday, Buzz Aldrin turns 93. 93. Did he go to the moon? The world may never know. You never know. Nick Foles turns 34 years old on Friday. He's uh, He's got the week off this week. Yeah. Um... And Bill's love interest, Kellyanne Conway, turns 56. Oh, dear God. <laughs> She's turned into quite the hag, but... Uh, kind of looks like, uh, what? what is it? The, uh, Skeletor. The, the Crypt Keeper? Crypt Keeper, yeah. Skeletor. <laughs> All right. Real quick, Saturday, Hakeem Olajuwon turns 60. Oh, man. Wow. Beautiful Gina Davis turns 67. She does not. Hey. Forever 21. And last but not least, on Saturday, Billy Ocean turns 73 years old. Get out of my car. Yeah, yeah that's it. Happy it's birthday, off. happy birthday, happy birthday to you. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's time. We have a lot of ground to cover. So, without, does we now? Yes, we does. If I could find the music. That would help, wouldn't it? All right. And a one. If I can get the Radio TFI Orchestra, boys. Boys. <laughs> 
Shannon, Bill, where am I, Fancher, Gerald the computer who wears tennis shoes, and I will each choose professional football games and select unis- winners using the point spread. At the end of the season, which is coming up soon, the winner will claim possession of the Radio TFI Gilchrist Ceremonial Sippy Cup. Extra points can be earned by going for it with a two or three point conversion, if we have the nerve. Ladies and gentlemen, kids and kittens, it's John and Ed versus spread. Well, 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 well. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, kids and kittens, we have a lot to cover. We have games from last week. We have the end of the season, and it's just there's just a lot to go on here. And as an extra added bonus, Gerald is back this week. So, we'll, hey. so let let's let's recount let's recap last week's games. John, the, these were your picks. You picked up, uh, what did you pick up? You picked up eight points last week. Anything you want to say about that? or uh, Other than I'm about ready to tap out here. I thought I was on a roll <laughs> with, the, uh, with the first four there. I thought I was, yeah, then here we go. You swept the AFC? Half the AFC. Then the next quarter, well, uh, Jesus. And the rest of it was just... Uh, Eight, eight stinking points out of that hole. Well, mess. hey, you know who else got eight points? Bill. Oh, wait a minute. That's Gerald. I'm going to say, I don't go for two for anything. No, he doesn't. And uh, you've spread it around pretty That's nicely. Not, I got nine. Nine? We're showing that, I got nine. One, two, three, four. Okay, well, we'll have to check that out, but I don't think that's right. But we'll... we'll... I didn't think it was either. I, I had it at eight and eight. We'll get it all sorted out. Uh, there were some technical difficulties last night. Meanwhile, I managed to to bring up nine points. Uh, I did good. I went for two. Oh, that I did not go for two. That is a uh, that's the graphics department screwing up. But anyway, <laughs> we uh, we did that. Gerald Gerald was just all over the flipping place. Uh, well, that's Gerald. He he got a, he got a two pointer on the Minnesota game and. Just, just well, considering how many times he went for two and three, he's like, okay. Well, keep in mind, the week before he he hit that Seattle three pointer. Seattle was the dog, and he went uh-huh. for three, gave up thirteen and a half points against the Jets. Jets, Jets, Jets. Like you said a blind squirrel finds a nut every. There you go. So let's look at yesterday's games. Yes, let's do that. Okay, John. John, you did great on the Seattle San Francisco game. You you now now for the postseason, we're also picking the over over under. Uh John, you did fine on on the first game of the day. It was uh 42 points. San Fran, San Francisco San Francisco almost did that by themselves. And uh and right. you and you kind of stunk the joint up with the late game. Any comments? No, other uh, than you took you well, took the. You're not John, but. No, wait a minute. I, I'm looking at your deal, and you took the under on the Jacksonville Charger game, and you yeah. got a check. Because I won the game, I won on the points. Oh, did you take Jacksonville and I win took, that game? I took Jacksonville and won that game. Yes, I did. You lying piece of crap. Say what you will. I just yeah, did. It didn't bother me when my mother called me that. Uh, it doesn't bother me when you call me that. <laughs> and. Uh, 
uh, you did okay. Like John, you got the first game. Uh, uh-huh. Gerald even managed to pick up a point. John's got nothing to say, apparently. So we're going to move on. Currently, the current scores are... I'm in the Ooh, lead with, fi- with 55 points, Bill 47, okay. John 42 points, shaking his head, Gerald with 37 points. John, there's still plenty of, plenty of game to play yet. And, uh, uh, so, you know, don't worry about it, buddy. Don't worry about it. Let's get into uh, this week's picks. All right. Um, let's start with John. John? Peter Butterbox is here. I guess. Where the hell is that sound coming from? It's my dumbass phone. I left it in the room. Let's all it's wait for. Shit. Let's all wait for Bill and his phone. All right, here we go with uh, the picks for today and tomorrow, and then we'll talk um, about the over under in us after this. Okay, so Miami is uh, Miami is a. 13 and a half point dog going oh. into Buffalo. I, you know what? I got to go with the Dolphins on this. Don't ask me why. I just think, I don't oh. think they're going to win the game. I just oh. think, uh, I just, Fred. Uh, Vikings hosting the Giants. Vikings, a three point favorite. I got to go with the Vikings on that. I'm uh, I'm a little afraid on this one. I'm not going to lie. But, <laughs> but um, look, I can't go against the Vikings anymore. You can go against the Dolphins there. Ed. All right. Well, uh, Baltimore, all right, Cincinnati. Cincinnati hosting Baltimore being a nine and a half point favorite. I almost went for two on this one. Oh, really? I, I think it's I think they're going to smoke those dirty birds. All right. And uh, last but not least, uh, Tampa Bay hosting them Chowboys. I honestly believe that Tampa Bay, they got the Brady factor going. I think that uh, six, uh, Tampa Bay is the dog on this one. So I'm uh, going for two by taking Tampa Bay as the favorite by six and a half points. I find that a ballsy move, but I also see it. And again, we'll, we'll hit the over under in a, when we're done with this bill let's take a look at your picks okay i definitely think buffalo's gonna uh filet fish <laughs> they're not so, fish they're ma- mammals i know however uh, i don't think there's any way that miami can hold up to a playoff game without a, a starting quarterback we've got a third stringer. Yeah, I got a third stringers, and you're going to go up against a team that's fired up. I, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm taking uh, Buffalo minus 13 and a half. Uh, Vikings, Giants, I flipped a coin about 72 times, <laughs> and I think it split 36 and 36. So I flipped it one more time, and it ended on its side. Right. So I said, to hell with it. So I'm taking the home team, Minnesota minus three. Cincinnati, Baltimore. Baltimore ain't got a quarterback either. I don't think Lamar's playing this week, is he? I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. I don't think he I don't think he is. And I right now, as much as I hate to say it, Cincinnati is the hottest team in the NFL. Yeah, you're you're not. I, and, and so I'm I'm taking Cincinnati to 
to thump Baltimore. Uh, and I don't believe that Dallas is going to pull this game off, but I think it's going to be close enough. I'm taking the two and a half in Tampa. There you go. All right. And uh, my picks, of course, I'm going with my Dolphins. I, <laughs> I, 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 I don't think Minnesota. Minnesota's been playing it too close, too close this year. They set a record, right, for for uh, how many one score victories? So eleven and zero. Yeah, I'm going with the Gents. Uh, I'm taking the Bengals too. I don't think Baltimore's got it. I think Baltimore is uh, is is now officially an also ran middle of the pack team, uh, and uh, I got to go with those Cowboys. I just don't think. I think Brady still has something in him, but I just don't think he has the supporting cast anymore. To uh, I mean, he they won the NFC South by default. That was the division nobody wanted to win. <laughs> you know, uh, whereas the NFC East almost sent the entire division, the the NFC South almost said, well, we don't want to participate this year. We don't want to participate this year. We're, we're going to be relegated back to, uh, you know. All right, let's see what Gerald has to say. I know you've all been looking forward to this. <laughs> Good morning, gentlemen. Please accept my sincere apologies for missing the show last week. As the old saying goes, I had to see a man about a horse. While I will not dwell upon it, I would be remiss if I did not mention my spectacular week 17 picks. Going for three. With the underdog? Who does that? Me motherfucker. That's who. Too bad the same Seahawks pooped the bed last night. Only one of you did better than me, with the preseason picks. Bill. Way to go. You thought I was going to say, f*** you. Maybe later. Let's get to the picks. The Miami Dolphins make their way to Buffalo, for round 3 with the Bills. While we are happy that Bills safety, Damar Hamlin, is recovering quickly. We have to just say no to Buffalo. Give me the fins and 13 and a half points. And I'm taking the under. Radio TFI Orchestra. Hit it. Miami has a dolphin, the greatest football team. Moving on. The New York football giants visit the frozen tundra of Minnesota. The Vikings have set a record for most wins by one score. Based on that fact, and trusting in the allegiance John and Bill show for this team, I am going for three. Giving up 20 and one half points to the G-Men. I don't expect New York to get anywhere near the end zone. With that, I'm taking the under. Game number 3 tonight sees the Baltimore Ravens visit the Queen City to take on those Bengals. I'm going for a natural double. The 9.5 point spread becomes 19 that I'm giving to Baltimore. Taking the over on this one. Ravens? Nevermore. Finally, we'll be ready for some football, a Monday night party. As the Tampa Bay Bradys host the Dallas Cowboys. There'll be no Al, Frank, or Dan. Not even old Hank. But there will be me, taking the underdog bucks and going for three. How about them Cowboys, taking 13 and a half points. Brady won't need but two or three TDs, so I'm taking the under. Enjoy the games. Bill, f*** 
Q. So anyway, <laughs> wow, Harold's lost his CPU. Yeah, yeah, he has. Now, b- before we move on uh, here, I'd like to very quickly recap our preseason picks. Let's do that. Uh, we're not going to go over everything. We don't even have a graphic for it because I just plain plum ran out of time. John, you got one point out of all that. <laughs> You picked Minnesota to win the NFC North. I got two points out of it. I got, uh, oh, no, I'm sorry. That's one point. I just realized I made a mistake. Uh, 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 So, actually, now I have a total of 54 points. Uh, I picked Tampa Bay to win the NFC South. Gerald... Managed to pick up four big points to Kansas City to win the AFC West, uh, Philadelphia to win the NFC East. Again, that's wrong, too. (laughs) And uh, Dallas as an NFC wild card. I had them with a fourth one, but it had had them seattle with the nfc west we know that didn't happen so so gerald picked up three points and then there's bill 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 how many points do you think you got on the preseason picks oh between five and six between what's you know you think you got five and a half five and a half ah give me the six all right so you correctly picked buffalo to win the afc east kansas city to win the afc west la chargers as uh, an AFC wild card, Philly and Tampa to win their respective divisions. And finally, how about them Cowboys in the wild card? uh, Bill, you picked up six, six big points there, my friend. You, uh, you, you, you damn near perfect. Damn Damn near perfect. You blew us all away. And uh, I, for one, I, for one, I couldn't be happier for you. So now let's <laughs> let, let's take a look at uh, let's review our picks for this week uh, for the Miami game. Uh, John, myself, and Gerald were all taking the Dolphins, giving up thirteen and a half points. Uh, let's see, John and Bill take the home team in the new in the Giants Minnesota game, giving up three points. I'm taking the G Men, getting three points. Meanwhile, Gerald's going for broke, going for three, <laughs> taking the Vikings, giving up twenty and a half points. Uh, Baltimore, Cincinnati, we're all taking Cincinnati, giving up nine and a half points, except for Gerald, who's going except for two, for Gerald. giving up 19 points. John in Dallas, Tampa Bay, John's going for two, uh, giving up six and a half points with Tampa Bay. Uh, I'm giving up two and a half points, taking Dallas in that game. Bill is taking Tampa and getting those two and a half points. Meanwhile, Gerald is going for three, uh, taking Tampa and giving up 13 and a half points. Now, as far as the over-under goes for this week, uh, for the Miami-Buffalo game, the, it's 43 and a half. Uh, all of us are going under except me. I'm going over. In the Giants-Minnesota game, it's 48 points. John is the only one going over. The rest of us are going under. Baltimore-Cincinnati, 40 and a half points. John and Gerald go over. Uh, Bill and I go under. For the Dallas-Tampa Bay game on Monday night, John is over. I'm under. Bill's over. And Gerald is under. And uh, it's going to be a fun day of football. There's no question about it. Uh, 
where somebody's got a dog barking uh <laughs> enjoy the games we'll have all this sorted out for you by tuesday morning who's standing where remember next week next week the points are doubled for the picks not for the over-unders but for the picks the points are doubled so a regular pick is worth two points if you go for two it's worth four if you go for three it's worth six so if you need to catch up you only got what a f- Gerald's gonna do yeah, well, who knows what Gerald's going to do? We don't know that yet. Boy. You've only got four games to do it with next week. So that's going to conclude uh, John and Ed versus the spread for this week. And it, it, if you're going to use real money to to make bets based on our predictions, John, what is it we always say? Forget about it. Forget about it. There you go. I always say Take your money and go to Pete and Tony's. Go to Pete and Tony's. We haven't mentioned Pete and Tony's. Pete and Tony's. Pete and Tony's. Pete and Tony's has a sports book themselves. So that's exactly. They they yeah, right. Go to Pete and Tony's sports book. You'll uh the you, you, the the your first loss is uh is free and the second one you get, your, you get you get your knees broken. Uh that's Pete and Tony's right off the highway. That's All right, it. John, it's uh, it's back in your hands, man. It's back in your hands. All right. All right, Maestro, let's do it. And now, ladies and gentlemen, allow me to present the battle of the one-hit wonders. Here's your match official, John Shannon. Well, we're going to mix things up here a little bit this week. We have a new wrinkle in our uh, in our battle of the one-hit wonders. I uh, put out a uh, request to my fun and wonderful uh, Twitter uh, listener or Twitter followers, I should say, friends, uh, to uh, give us a uh, give us a pick that they want to go into the battle of the one-hit wonders. So starting with next week's uh, next week's uh, show, I guess I should say, we will actually the uh, the champion will have two challengers to go up against instead of the one. So oh, it's a tag we'll get, team match. Well, they'll so have it's the, actually a, yeah the second it's actually cha- a fatal three way. Right, the challenger will will be there today. The second challenger. Yeah, but not for not for this last week. No, 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 no. This is there's just uh, this is the final that will just for right now that will only have one challenger. So whenever you're ready to recap, John. Whenever you're ready to recap. All right, let's uh, let's look at this here. Here is our challenger from uh, last week, Derek and the Dominoes from returning champion five weeks now as your champion from 1984 this is twisted sister
All right. There we go. This was a very, very interesting battle. Okay, before you before you go too far, John, I'm just going to say those two songs, all you have to do is play the introduction and everybody knows those two songs. Like, very, very true. <laughs> very, very true. All right. Well, here we go. Here are your I'm results. Back here. For this week, your winner and still oh bullshit <laughs> you are fine one pretty ah, give me another one bullshit you are fine one bullshit of the verbal morality standard out of hell with all of this <laughs> i don't think bill's happy bill's not happy Oh. Bullshit! That's enough. Bullshit! All right, we're gonna have, we're gonna have to turn him off for right now until he behaves himself. But in the meantime,
By the way, Bill, the cat wants nothing to do with that, I can see. <laughs> Bill, Bill has been sedated. Now, Bill, you think you're calm enough that we can open up your mic? I'm going to take that as a yes. <laughs> Hi, Bill. Feeling better? That's my, I'm, I'm sorry, that's that's my support pussy. I'm going to turn him back off again. <laughs> I'm, try, I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm traumatized. We get it. Yeah. It, it, okay. Now, as much as I like that Twisted Sister song, uh-huh. it went up against the number one all time greatest one hit wonder and one. Uh-huh. Like Leon Spinks beating Muhammad Ali. Yeah. How about that? I, I'm like, okay. What the hell is the matter with all you people? All right, you got that out of your system now? Maybe we'll see. We'll see. John, let's get some numbers, pal. Yes. And don't you dare tell me this was a blowout by Twisted Sister. Well, no, not a, it. Really, wasn't a blowout by Twisted Sister. Um, <sighs> let me first go to the. Uh, let me go first. Go to the the Twitter, where actually Layla won. Uh, with 52% of the vote on Ooh. Twitter. Twitter people voted for my song? How about that? God bless you. And you've turned your back on Twitter. Yes, you have. Yeah, I know. That's probably why. <laughs> it's, no what happened, it's no fun. You're not there anymore. I know. What happened was that <laughs> Facebook voters gave uh, Derek and the Dominoes a decisive thumbs down. 75 percent wow. of the vote on oh y'all are full of caca remember bill I what does sam hell and you didn't vote for your own song my fa- what it would have made any damn difference at this point we, it proves my point the facebook people are too damn young to even remember that freaking song so uh, anyways the total percentage uh, uh twisted sister won by 55.1% of the total vote. I'm still telling you, it's a freaking conspiracy. People know. We we cannot say that I picked the song. And let we'll, we'll do a litmus test and just say Johnny picked it and see what happens. As long as I pick it, they're going to screw me every time. At least they only screwed me half the time on this one. Uh, I'd like to introduce you to, uh, uh, what the hell's her name now? Stop laughing, Ed. <laughs> You're mocking me. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> There's no question about it. I've never uh, mocked harder in my life. <laughs> George Santos taught me how to mock. Yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah, he did. That's what it was. George Santos was on Facebook. He invented Facebook. <laughs> <sighs> all right uh, all right okay what do you what do you say we get into challengers. this week's uh or for next week's uh challengers yeah. Yeah, let's, let's, first, do, let's do that again, again we're uh, doing this now we have uh twisted yeah. sister has two challengers yeah let's do that week. <laughs> twisted sister has two challengers this week this <laughs> one from my esteemed uh, 
original co-host on this show, uh, <laughs> Mr. Ed. Yes. Um, well, you're safe. What, what truth, I uh, I tell you the truth, I've never heard this song by title before, so you'll know it. Uh, this is this is King Harvest from 1972. Excellent song. Oh, I doomed it now. again that was from 1972 now as soon as the song started playing i recognized it absolutely good tune uh king harvest dancing in the moonlight well like i said earlier we have two challengers this week our second our second challenger now is actually from twitter and by the way you who are uh on uh, facebook and listening to this you can also uh uh, play a part in this just send me uh, just send a message to the uh to the uh what am i trying to say here basically to the friends of taxi stand our uh facebook uh, 
uh, page or group, I should say. If you found and this you broadcast, you know where well. to send it. Pretty much, exactly. Send it here. Uh, this one, this one comes to us from Twitter user One Blue State, or excuse me, Blue Star Mama. One Blue Star Mama. This is the Verve from 1997.
Well, there you go. There is your second challenger for this week. Bittersweet Symphony by The Verge from 1997. Once again, we want to thank uh, One Blue Star Mama from Twitter for uh, suggesting that song. And we got a whole... Actually, I couldn't believe the uh, response we got on Twitter for this. So, mm-hmm. uh, so yeah. it all goes to Facebook. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, Do like hating on John, mm-hmm. John, I, I have an update. We have we have fired two more, two more sedation darts into Bill, and we're hoping that holds till the end of the show. Duck your head! <laughs> okay, can I get one more moderate ramp? I'll try to be sedated as much as possible on this. Watch your language. That that piece of work that we just played is going to beat joy by apollo 100 (laughs) in any possible manner shape or form however it was a cute little song i mean you know come on but if you talk to most uh rating uh people and layla ranks anywhere from number three to number one of the greatest songs in rock and roll history and it gets beat by a piece of crap that never even made number one apparently not on facebook bill so i rest my case i have i i have the dart gun right here so i know it hurts <laughs> <laughs> we're not aiming for the, we're not aiming for the leg this time no <laughs> hey, you know, have either one of you guys heard of uh a chap by the name of nick adams oh sure sure he's you the most, he's the most machoist man uh this is the m&m thing you're gonna do aren't you yeah, this is, oh God! Uh, yeah, I want you to now. This guy calls himself the Alpha Male. He goes on Twitter and oh, does he know, now? Yeah, he does. Oh, yes. He ain't met me yet. No, he ain't. <laughs> Bill, uh, Ed, do me a favor and give me the background, would you please? Go right ahead, sir. You do what you got to do. I will take care of you because that is what we do. Go ahead, hit it. All got right. Your G'day guys, Nick Adams here. I want to speak about M&M's. I want to speak about Mars, the company behind M&M's. M&M's have just released feminist M&M's. Yes, you heard me right. Feminist M&M's. Egregious sexism of the worst and most conceivable kind. It is outrageous, it is disgusting, and it must not stand. That is why I am calling for a complete and total boycott of all things Mars, and particularly M&M's. It will not stand. Let me say this loudly, let me say this clearly, let me say this unambiguously. Any male that buys a packet of M&M's from today forward must hand in their man card because they are a soft, woke, beta male feminist who has serious, serious problems. Until M&M's rectify this grave wrong by giving us all male M&M's, 
this boycott will remain. We will not stand for this at all. M&M's? All right, before anybody says anything, I just, I just want to point out what may be obvious to some and not to others. <laughs> it's candy and it's cartoons depicting candy. Now, uh-huh. now I've seen this guy, Bill, you, you're probably not familiar with him. He, no. uh, he, yeah, he considers himself an alpha male. He's a big fat tub of goo who runs around, you know, jumping on nonsense like this. Um, if, if this is how you feel, you need to, you're going to tell me, I, I don't like M&Ms to begin with. I'm not a chocolate candy kind I mean, of guy. Eh, yeah, I've been called worse again by my mother. Uh, <laughs> Um, but during that entire rant, he didn't say what the the thing was. Why are we boycotting it? What was the problem? Because they're because are they making pink M and M's. No, three of the three of the M and M's are are depicted as females. And uh, in what? Like advertising cartoons. You've seen the M and M commercials on. Well, TV. yeah, I've seen the I've seen the one female. She's like the psychologist. Well, now they got like three of them. Well, boo-hoo! Yeah, yeah, exactly. But the funny thing is, it's not like you open the packet of M&M's and, uh, you know, they're all wearing shoes and all that, and, you know, because then you'd be no. a living creature. This guy's a nitwit. What got me about this was, you know, when he came, when I seen him on Twitter, you know, he, actually, I was getting kind of bored of him. I actually, I didn't block him. <laughs> I, I muted him on Twitter, but then I heard about this and I, I, I heard about this video and I'm oh, I'll, I'll let me listen to this video just for the hell of it. And I could not believe this guy calls himself alpha male. However, he sounds like his balls haven't dropped yet. Well, that's because he's Australian. Well, <laughs> cards and letters, Ed Van Ness, <laughs> P.O. Box. Well, we're having a big cards and letters <laughs> week. We're going to have to tip the mailman. I'm guessing. Pretty much. Um, so, so, so Bill, that's what I got. Uh, so much for the peanut butter box. It's now the M M&M and M box. That's right. So what he's saying basically is that you're not a real man if, if you, you eat M and M's. If you eat M and M's because they have female. He say he actually says in the piece, "We want all male M and M's." Look, dude, there's bars for that. Okay. M and M, S and M, B and B. What do you mean? <laughs> You got it. B and right. M. That uh, that particular signal means it's time for us to go bye bye here for this. You got the uh, last word. That sucks. Well, you actually, haven't... we got the last word. Well, I we get the last do. word. All right. Brad, for Bill, I'm done. I've got the money. <laughs>